Welcome to Real Health. Steve here. I'm recording back on my Apple iPods. Uh, I have heard my prior mic of the last maybe 20 episodes and it's just a shite. So I may as well con- continue the shite. And uh, that's all you're getting until someone rewards me with this valuable health information. <laughs> Brings us to today, of course, as per usual, you know the title before I do, because I'm just going to riff. I do know the sort of subject matter. The t- title is something like, we're a herd. Um, humans are a herd. There's no uh, individual health needs, that sort of thing, right? Ah, uh, humans are a herd in health and longevity. There you go. That's the working title, perhaps. Will it will it work out? Anyway, so I've mentioned this as a entire episode, saying that your health is not special, or your you're not special in your health, and you you something like that, right? There's been whole episodes, so um, I'm just going to fixate on this concept. Further, further riff on the idea, on this bloggy sort of um, title, concept, uh, essay perhaps, verbal essay, verbal diarrhea, some, <laughs> some say. So, we are pretty much... In a paddock, whether you're black, Hispanic, white, Asian, Arab, and African, whatever, Eskimo, Inuit, Indian, whatever you are, we have Jewish or Norwegian, but there's particular, don't the Norwegians have this particular disease? which is genetic, and oh, it's only the Norwegians get us, and I don't know, that, that's BS as well. Anyway, so, whatever your race, your religion, your the part of the world that you live in, we all need exactly, exactly, exactly the same amount of nutrition. And in this case, this space, what I advocate for here, we need exactly the same amount of micronutrients. Yes, I'm going to go on with uh, what, I, what I advocate for here. 90 essential, declared essential micronutrients. Um, pioneered by um, longevity, used to be longevity, um, they used to call it, and had some bad press in the longevity, but basically this uh, longevity crowd have been going on for 30 years. So they are doing something right. Many don't walk their talk. I've seen a few pictures of longevity people flogging their products. And there's, <laughs> in the US, the, the amount of obese longevity people, what are you doing? Hopefully... They're only a month into it, and or six months into it, and they're still losing weight. But I don't know. I don't know. I even did a poll. How many of you schmucks uh, 
gluten-free, only 40%. Um, I actually said uh, partial gluten-free and uh, 20% of them said partial. So, uh, nah. If you're partial gluten-free, like you're cu- trying to cut back, you you have to be uh, totally gluten-free. <clears throat> and uh, by adding gluten into our animal herds, uh, animal um, diets, our captive animals, our zoo animals, our producing animals, our pets, they're going to suffer the same sort of fate. The veterinary space has known for half a century that um, we need all these micronutrients. And the last uh, declared essential micronutrient was uh, discovered in 1998. Choline. And uh, there's probably more. There's probably 115. Who knows? God probably says 167. I don't know. But uh, for the efficacy that especially I'm getting, and what you, you can get, we need 90 of them per kilo of body weight. If you're 100 kilos, you need that much of uh, micronutrients daily, dependable supply daily. But before you get to dependable supply daily, you need to digest. Digest your um, all your food and your micronutrients and then absorb it by firstly cut, not cutting back, eliminating totally, even Shaking people's hands, they just had a pie. Well, that's a bit on the extreme side, but maybe we need to resort to that. Walking around the supermarket with uh, gluten dust, that sort of thing. We don't know the full story, but if you stop consuming it at least, you're giving yourself a nice clean slate to get fitter, healthier, and living longer without disease. And uh, that's what we are. No matter what race you are, no matter what animal you are, if you're a vertebrate, we need exactly, exactly nine, uh, at least 90 essential micronutrients, declared essential micronutrients. 60 of them are minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, and two essential fatty acids. And it's not just, oh, omega-3, omega-6. It's the LAs and the ALAs, specifics in the omega-3 and the omega-6. And together with uh, the whole micronutrient complex that I continue to riff on about, um, I've got the clumsy branding. I've got uh, the Keto 44, which will turbo boost, increase the efficacy of your uh, micronutrients. So basically, the first four, the 44. So keto, quickly. Yes, some episodes I need to go through this. For those one-off listeners that, uh, this is just shite. This is, this idiot is an idiot. <laughs> Which one of you bastards call this bastard a bastard? Which one of you idiots call this idiot an idiot? Anyway, so keto, aim for three quarters, 80% of your calories in keto, which is uh, focusing on getting a lot of saturated fat in your diet, which is also very important for our hormone and brain health. 90% of the the brain sheet is made of cholesterol. 90% of our bricks and mortar of our hormones are made of cholesterol. And we need to, we can produce cholesterol in our bodies, but we need to consume it as well. 
we we think we think as per Professor Keynes or Dr. Keynes in the 60s, oh, the Mediterranean diet. We need to eliminate fat to live a long and healthy life. And yet we haven't budged for decades. Oh, but our life expectancy is going up, don't you know? Well, that's easy pickings when our infant mortality rate uh, reduces if you bring childbirth into the emergency room. Sustaining life. So, the herd of cows, they need exactly the same amount per body weight. That half a ton, whatever cows weigh, needs five times more than the 100 kilo human. When they're a bit low, um, I, I ha- I've seen this once. Um, farmers that understand uh, cows and animals and veterinary science, they've got this uh, salt lick and whenever a cow is feel, feeling a bit, oh, I feel a bit peckish, I feel like some Indian food. Well, for a cow, it's like, oh, I, I need some bloody micronutrients. They, they lick the salt block. Oh, how do you know it's enough salt? Uh, as a human would anthropomorphize their uh, salt. Um, well, a teaspoon is too much. No, um, salt to taste and then triple it. Now, that's what Doc, Doc Wallet says, and I, I probably salt to taste and um, I don't know, 10x, uh, probably 5x perhaps. So, if you've had enough, you've had enough with salt. Okay? That's when the cow has had enough of the salt lick. Pink salt, it's got 84 minerals in it. And um, yeah, since the 70s, we've doubled and trebled our captive animal lifespans, apart from, you know, apart from the chicken only living for five weeks before it gets the chop. But those chickens that we eat on our dinner table, five weeks old, 22 hours of eating each day, gets them to adult size in uh, five weeks and they get the chop. What a life in that cage. Anyway, that's why meat is so cheap. So, we are I heard we're all the same. The black person living in Chicago, the white person in Chicago. <laughs> um, maybe the black person needs some more vitamin D, get in the sun. Get in your bikini and your swimmers and get in the sun some more, that sort of thing. There's those little differences, but there is no difference. We all need those 90 essential micronutrients and we need to digest it. If you have esophagitis or heartburn, don't take those medications because that reduces uh, the acidity of your gastric juices. You won't be digesting. You have leaky gut issues and H. pylori and all that. And you have downstream health issues because you're not Digesting for starters, if you don't digest, you won't be absorbing. So firstly, get your digestion in check. Absorb by cutting the gluten. And this brings us to the 44. So the first four of the 44, okay, I'll mention keto, right? So the first four of the 44, 
is uh, eliminating gluten, oils, sugars, and nitrates, nitrites. They're the four foods to eliminate. I go into specifics in many of the episodes, and I won't do so today. The second floor, the 44, is those 90 declared essential micronutrients. Those four micronutrient categories, the, the minerals, vitamins, amino acids, and essential fatty acids. You will be satiated. You won't be craving your cakes, your biscuits, your Indian food. Oh, I mentioned the Indian food with the cow. Yeah. Animals get peckish too. They start chewing in your shoe. Yeah. The horse chews their balm. No, they're, they're busting for micronutrients. The baby chews on their block. They're building blocks in their, their, the rail of their crib. That's all micronutrient deficiencies. That's pica. And I've got a whole episode on pica, at least at least one episode fully on pica. P-I-C-A. If you do a Google search on pica, it won't do a uh, good job in defining it, but it sort of at least uh, acknowledges that it's, um, well, some sources at least reference that it's a micronutrient deficiency. But many sources suggest that it's just just this thing, this condition where you eat a non-food item. You know, the, the teenager chewing their hair, the fingernails, that sort of thing, all pica. Anyway, so dentistry, same sort of thing. Uh, we're all suffering from calcium deficiencies and uh, osteoporosis as an old person. Not just old women, even you can be born with osteoporosis. If you've got carpal tunnel, supposed RSI, you have uh, shoulder pains and uh, bone spurs and all that sort of thing. Dentistry issues, calcium. I, I get plenty of calcium. I even supplement with calcium and I, I brush my teeth and um, I eat plenty of dairy food. Non vegans, you're not digesting and absorbing it. And that's where that is. We're all the same, okay? I'm not sure how much to get this across. Dr. Joel Wallach has tried for 30 years plus, but he's certainly been trying for 30 years. I'm going to be keeping keep on trying because I'm, I'm one of the guinea pigs. I'm using myself as a guinea, guinea pig for um, a few other things like not brushing my teeth for a year. You know, those... Uh, these articles, I'll run 10 mile every day for a year and this is what happens. And I've done 100 push-ups every day for a month and this is what happened. And, you know, those sort of articles, well, I haven't brushed my teeth in 10 years and this is the result. <laughs> what sort of article will that be? I didn't start with a fairly, I didn't start with a clean slate, mind you, with my dentistry. Had uh, upper and lower six teeth. Um, orthodentured <laughs> uh, braces uh, what's that five, at least five years ago six years ago now and uh, I think I've still got a retainer in there um, oh, but that's just um, calcium issues uh, uh, also what further uh, indicated my calcium deficiency issues was um, 
Oh, renal colic, uh, kidney stones, osteoporosis, uh, had shoulder pain, wrist pain, carpal tunnel, um, osteo issues. Uh, cavities as a child, crooked teeth, getting more crooked as an adult. I think I got it sorted. Um, and also, even before I started to uh, stop brushing my teeth, I had a filling that fell out and another filling that fell out for six months in. Started with pain, the pain went away. And also, to be uh, epistemically honest, um, you know, in, in my ongoing advocacy of what I advocate for, I need to disclose everything, um, which doesn't work out. I, I will do that, even if I, if I get cancer, uh, I'll acknowledge it, okay? I will be epistemically responsible, honest, and, uh, yeah, trust me on that. Um, so, further disclosure, I started to get some um, tooth pain on on the site where I lost one of my cavities. Um, what's that? About a week ago, it just gave me a niggle. It gave me a bit more than a niggle a few days back and now it's it's not there. So just a quick note on that. I'll keep on updating my situation of not attending to my teeth uh, the way that, oh, oral health care, oral health is the way the mainstream suggests our oral healthcare should be done. There's my guinea pigness in that space. Um, there's this thought that uh, we need to restrict calories and uh, work out as a, as a herd. That's misguided. Um, I've mentioned quite often Uh, Amazonian um, natives and African natives and uh, how they have particular physiques without an elliptical machine doing marathons, doing crunches, doing bench press and we're thrusting that sort of stuff into our human herd. Oh, but we need to because we have these uh, lifestyles of eat junk food and We've got ourselves to blame. Well, yes, we do have ourselves to blame, but it's a bit misguided. It's not, uh, the reason why we go for that junk food is, well, it's yummy, but it's also pica, P-I-C-A, micronutrient deficiencies. That's why we have cravings. That's the modern day hunger. You're not hungry. Well, you could be also if you haven't eaten for 12 hours, but if you're hungry after three or four hours, uh, that's piker. If you have cravings for chippies, for alcohol, for, for, for smoking, drug taking even, that's all piker. Oh, the, the PTSD, um, uh, that sort of space, the mental health space. No, most likely 90% plus chance of piker. Increase your cholesterol intake. Bingo, bongo, you, your PTSD, supposed to, supposed to PTSD, your general anxiety, disorder, your depression may all of a sudden be gone. These ideas of increased uh, mental health issues in society, 
increased um, chronic health disease complex because of our lifestyle choices, our genetics, really, our genetics, far out. And the reason why we have a high incidence of cancer is because we're living longer, don't you know? BS, BS, yes, uh, living longer is a greater chance of cancer, but also living longer is less absor absorption of micronutrients, Poss possibly a high uh, cancer risk zone. Highly found out probably a year ago, uh, you, you're not allowed to be saying that you can prevent cancer. Ooh. So I won't. If I get cancer, I'll say it. And then I'll eat my hat with salt and pepper and ketchup on YouTube, saying that I was wrong. Cancer, by the way, uh, just a quick note, a quick di uh, tidbit on cancer, supposedly. There's never been a cancer case ever recorded with a vitamin D level of over 40 nanograms per mill of blood. Never. And I've uh, enlisted informally <laughs> a couple of oncology nurses. Hey, if, if you come up with a new cancer case or existing cancer case of a vitamin D level of um, over 40, let me know. It's been over a year now. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, my last check-in was a couple of months ago with one of the um, oncology nurses. No, I do actually check from time to time if the vitamin D level hits me in the head. I don't go looking for it, but if it hits me in the head, I, I note. And, and the highest vitamin D level that this, uh, this lad um, told me was, was it 32, 33, low 30s. Wasn't even 39, so low, low 30s, and um, most of them were in the 20s and 7, 12, 13, that sort of thing, with the cancer cases. How about that? How about that? And while we're in for stats and that, that sort of thing, like slaps in the face, the US, very advanced healthcare, well, the research and products and pharmaceuticals part of it, I guess, spend more in healthcare than the rest of the world combined. And they're only ranking 40th in longevity, average life lifespan. Oh, but it's their choice. It's their, it's their lifestyle choices. It's their junk food um, uh, culture. Well, that too. But the, the reason why they have that junk food culture is because of they had a head start in Piker. And the reason why they had that head start was um, because they had a head start in um, uh, electricity. Um, adoption, which established uh, the whole hydroelectric dam complex, which mitigated seasonal flooding, and that combination of um, not using ash as our fertilizer anymore, less efficient, and you need a lot of ash, um, and that ash, that 1% that's not carbon, uh, micronutrients or minerals, more, more accurate, and uh, the seasonal flooding used to bring minerals to the um, to the waterlogged uh, farming lands. And now we've effectively, across the whole world now, mitigated uh, flooding in our producing farmlands. And uh, bingo bongo, less and less and less and less and less minerals in our soils, 
if the minerals aren't in our soil, it doesn't end up in our food, it doesn't end up into us, and then we get diseases, fat, and die younger and younger. And that's why I've got the whole forecast of uh, every 50 years into the future, our life expectancy will be five years less until we get to back to our former best of age 40. <laughs> that that um, average life expectancy at age 40 um, in about, what, 400 years uh, will not be infant mortality um, boosted. It'll probably be to the point where there won't be any octogenarians walking around. There'll just be the elderly 50-year-old on 50 now. That's what we're looking at if we if we don't understand micronutrients, and especially minerals in the soils. Even that uh, there's this all these um, these facts, these known facts. Oh, potassium in this and that food, and magnesium in uh, bananas. But that banana that you just ate might have different amount of magnesium than the next banana. Or even the banana from the same farm, because that banana was probably picked in a more waterlogged area, different soil, mineral mineral content in the soil. Not all food in that basket, in that packet, in that pound that you just bought, has the same amount of micronutrients or minerals in it. Yeah, get that into you. Get that into you. Sometimes we get a bit emotional on this because it's just sitting there in front of our face. And people get ill and become chronically ill and have a health span that starts to kick in age 40. Chronic disease, next chronic disease, next chronic disease. And then they die miserably at age 70. Oh, yeah, but my such and such died miserably miserably at uh, 93. Well, sure. How about being miserable for 15 years? That's no good, right? At least with um, Alzheimer's. Now, you don't know that you're stuck. And with Alzheimer's, that's, that's another cholesterol issue, cholesterol deficiency. If you're taking statins as well as eating low fat, you're booking a ticket to Alzheimer's. It's not APOE or this and that gene that's highly correlated to um, all particular genes, highly correlated to Alzheimer's. Oh, it runs in the family. Well, the only thing that runs in the family, it's not the gene, it's your diet. Your ability to absorb particular micronutrients and a deficiency of cholesterol. And that's in our herd. The increased incidence of Alzheimer's. I won't say cancer. Um, increased incidence of weight, uh, obesity. You do know now that there's more obese people in this world than people going hungry. Yes, yes. Also, um, you know those uh, 
I mentioned the chronic disease. What's the other type of disease? The other chronic type of disease, uh, uh, immuno, immuno, uh, it, it's escaping. Um, I, I wanted to spit it out, but anyway, immuno, such and such bloody disease. Immunodeficiency, what? No, no, something else. Anyway, the other chronic type of uh, disease class, the, the type that has um, BMS in there and muscular dystrophy and uh, autoimmune disease. There you go. I, I, got, I had the immune part right. Anyway, so um, it's all micronutrients, people. Get that genetic thing out of your system because even if you think that um, genetic research will come up with all these cures, I bet a million dollars, a million dollars. Okay, a million bucks that there'll be ever a, a genetic therapy that will cure particular chronic disease or cancers. I will bet one million dollars, or maybe in 20 years, one billion dollars with inflation. <laughs> Um, there's a million dollars on the table. I don't have a million bucks, but I'll raise it and I'll pay a million bucks if they come up with a genetic cure for chronic disease. There's trillions going into that space because we have this fixation on genes because we mapped the human genome 20 25,000, some numbers of uh, how many genes we have. The same as an inchworm, but anyway, uh, the same amount of genes in a human, um, in a invertebrate. Um, none. There won't be any cures. If there is a cure and you're trying to claim your million dollars, oh, okay, well, is it working for a hundred percent of those people with that supposed um, gene issue? Oh no! Well, ten percent. Well, even in that ten percent, let's see in five years if they still don't have that disease. My my million bucks is safe. Let me tell you that much. The human herd. Yes, I know. <laughs> I've brought it back to the, the supposed title of today. I'm just riffing it by the looks. Further, further, I need to get it into you that we are all the same. The same needs. The only need difference of a, of a child of uh, 20 kilograms or an obese male of 150 kilograms is body weight requirement of the particular micronutrients. And hopefully that 100 kilo man will reduce his or her you know, body weight um, by half or you know, take 60 kilos off, then you'll need just 60 kilos worth of the particular micronutrients that we all require, including the, the hummingbird, turtle, giraffe, and the goldfish.
okay? As vertebrates, we are all the same. We need exactly the same. The crocodile needs the same. No, if there was any dinosaurs on the planet, they needed that much. Not a lot of micronutrients. Ugh. So, I'll wrap up. How are you going to wrap up that crappy performance? Some will say, yeah, yeah, I get it. Try it out. What I advocate for here. The Kise 44. Wade through the quagmire of what the regimen um, requires. And maybe, just maybe, your weight, your chronic disease, your longevity may improve. And for all of us, if it's working for you, include your family, your parish, your community, your club, whatever. Let's all get sexier, <laughs> healthier, wealthier, live longer. Let's not die at the average age of 67 by the year 2100. Or age 72 by 2050. Yeah, that's where we're going. Even by picking south, that is a bold statement. But that's where we're going because we don't understand micronutrients. Well, we do understand. Many do understand, but we don't understand that there's 90 essential micronutrients, not just... 27 or 30, 30, 32 or whatever the going rate is. Oh, hit your macros each day and you'll be fit and healthy. That workout fitness crowd, nah, shut up. Even though I, I've used myself as a guinea pig to uh, see how I can um, uh, increase muscle mass working out 20, 20 minutes each day, which uh, which I'm about to do, 20 minutes. What am I going to do today? Uh, back. Um, what's that? Uh, 12 sets of back and that's it. I'm out of there. Anyway. Um, Yes, I'm using that as a guinea pig type thing, and I'm, uh, I've increased my protein intake to two grams per kilogram, so I'm nearing um, under 200 grams of protein per day. And uh, yeah, I've got more muscle mass and less fat. I've referenced that often as well, but anyway, um, there it is again. Uh, we are a herd. If you're 60 and would like to just uh, continue being sedentary and enjoy your grandchildren and that sort of thing, you could still live into your 90s and beyond. But we just need to understand micronutrients. Because if, if you don't understand it, you won't get into your 90s. You barely get into your 70s. If you're on half a dozen different medications, uh, Right now, you probably won't won't see eight in front of your age and beyond. 
No, I'm already 80, 87. But see if you get into your know, centenarian years. Oh, but I, you know, I'm now 101. Well, you get to 121. Yeah, yeah, that's a bit cheeky, but I think as a as an average, my conviction is uh, our average life expectancy should be 120. I think even the Bible says something like that. And um, and we think that we're so grand, so successful, lifting our life expectancy from 40 a century ago to now 80-ish. There wasn't rocket science. If you Im- improve uh, childbirth and uh, infant mortality rates, that's an easy picking of uh, statistics. There was um, plenty of centenarians walking around 100 years ago as well. There's even photos of them. The photo that they try and try to have when when photographs uh, first started to um, get taken, uh, was it the mid-1860s? Um, the oldest living human in a photograph. And... Um, Was it something like 1868, a 103-year-old was uh, photographed, so, you know, born 1765, wow. And uh, so, anyway, we are a herd. The same requirements for all of us. The child, the white fella, the black fella. I tried to do an Asian accent there. and uh, if you're Arab, if you're Eskimo, if you're an Indian, the Pakistani type Indian and Indian in, in America or whatever, we need the same amount, the same amount of micronutrients. And the reason why there's different profiles of uh, well, the Navajo Indians and the Ojibwe Indians is um, gluten. The reason why, oh, geez, the Navajos, which have got better well, historically, not these days, but in the past they had uh, better health outcomes was because uh, less gluten. Now they all got gluten and they're all stuffed. But um, on the Indian front, stuffed as in um, health-wise, uh, the, uh, take away the American Indians, well, how about the Pima Indians, uh, the Mexican Pimas and the US Pimas, well, the Mexican uh, Pima's uh, are a bit better off than than their U.S. counterparts. So, look, I'm not sure how much more to uh, suggest that we're all, all the same, but um, I'm not sure what sort of experiment, what sort of anecdotes, or what sort of uh, direction we should go in to prove that we are all the same. But uh, I'll continue proving that my regimen works, at least. If you uh, want to do the Keto 44, wade through the quagmire of what's required, high efficacy. If you want to boost your efficacy and you don't really know it's not working and and you're on it and it's not working, look me up and uh, engage my services. It's not that cheap. And uh, 
you'll be fit and healthy like me. Let me tell you, I wasn't fit and healthy when I first started this, when it fell into my lap. It's fallen into many a listener laps, uh, my, my own family and friends laps. You think it hit them in the head to start this? Some have tried, but I'm not sure how, why they weren't convinced. They tried enough because they saw the benefits I was getting. Which I don't know. I don't know what it is. Look me up in 10 years, 30 years, 50 years. Get your grandchildren to look me up in 50 years. I reckon I'll still be around unless I get stabbed or hit by a truck. Maybe in 500 years we'll know much better than the Kiso 44, but... I believe in my not so humble opinion that this is the mother load. And longevity is sitting here in front of your face, in your ears, right now. <laughs> That's giving me goosebumps. Until the next time, hopefully, on the 2.2 listeners, maybe I'll get 3.2. Bye bye for now.